Hello and welcome to the Intuitive Writing Podcast, a production of the Intuitive Writing Project, a writing-based empowerment program for girls and gender-expansive youth. We are dedicated to giving young writers a safe, encouraging, non-critical, unconditionally supportive space to write their story, speak their truth, and assert their voice, both as writers and as leaders. For a bit of background, my name is Elizabeth, and I created this program 11 years ago because it's what I wanted and needed when I was young, a supportive place to be truly seen and heard. That's why we use the Amherst Writing Method, a radically nurturing and empowering writing methodology I wish everyone learned in grade school. You can read more about the Amherst Method on their website and in Pat Schneider's groundbreaking book, Writing Alone and with Others. But the basic principles and the ones that guide all of our classes are number one, everyone is a writer with important stories to tell. Number two, everyone has their own unique voice, a voice that needs to be heard. And number three, our voice will grow stronger and clearer the more it is supported and positively affirmed. In our classes, everyone writes together, everyone shares their writing, and then everyone takes turns giving each other grounded, positive feedback. By that, I mean we repeat back and lift up the words, lines, phrases, or concepts that really resonated for us. Since we can't violate the sanctity of our classes by recording what goes on there, these one-on-one or three-people conversations are designed to provide a little glimpse, a microcosm of what happens in the classroom. You can also read about our org and read our students' words as they were published on our blog, The Intuitive Voice, with the links below. If you enjoy listening to one young reader read their words and talk about it, imagine how powerful it is when six young writers are reading their words and giving each other positive, affirming feedback. It's pretty life-changing, and there's a lot more I could say about it, but I'll let these young writers speak for themselves. On behalf of all the writers at the Intuitive Writing Project, I want to thank you for supporting their voices for being present and really listening to the wisdom, insight, and brilliance of young people. Today, I am so happy and honored and excited to be talking with our very own Allie Kirk. Allie is going to be reading her piece called The Forest, and I would like to begin by having Allie introduce herself. If you would um, give us your preferred name, your pronouns, um, how long you've been writing with us, and if you can, some kind of little anecdote from childhood or middle school, like one of your first memories of writing. Okay, so I'm Ali. I use she, her, she, her pronouns. And I feel like one of my first memories was I, I wrote about a trip to New York with my mom in sixth grade. And my teacher ended up like telling the class how good it was, which just made me feel amazing. <laughs> I always loved it when teachers would say that they liked my writing. It was just validating. <laughs> that is beautiful. And I want to mention also, because we talked about this before, that you and one of our last interviewees, um, 
Kaylee wrote together in middle school. What grade was that when you guys wrote together? Yeah, that was eighth grade. We did a lot of writing in our um, eighth grade English class. So we would go sit outside together and read back and forth to each other and ask each other's opinions. Oh, my God. You had like a little mini intuitive writing project. (laughs) That's so cute. (laughs) Did anyone else do it with you? No. We, I feel like a lot of the people in our class weren't super into writing. So, yeah. (laughs) Okay. That is the magical story. And that is true in life. I don't know what the, no one's ever done a survey, but I feel like the percentage of people who like really love writing right out of the gate is probably pretty small. And that's why I just love hearing that story. That's the sweetest story that you guys (laughs) had together, that you had the idea, you initiated the idea to write and share writing. That's so magical. And I have to give you credit because you were the one who told Kaylee about us. And Kaylee said in her um, interview that when she heard you recommend this program, she knew she could trust you because you were such a great writing companion. Like anything you would recommend with writing, she was going to try it. So thank you. (laughs) (laughs) And then you two wrote with us. uh, Was it Two years or three years? What grade were you in when you started? Oh, right. Um, I started my freshman year. So this would be like oh. five years. I five think. years. That's amazing. Four or That's five. Amazing. That's so cool. I love like just thinking about when you're in your first class and like what you wrote about then and like how your writing has evolved and all the things you've covered, like the pandemic. We talked about that the other day, like yeah. we spent almost, it was over a year and a half online and you were such a trooper. Yeah. I mean, you had no choice. <laughs> it was so hard to write during that time. Oh, <laughs> it was, although I'm trying to remember. So this piece I'm going to have you read. It's just so incredible. I, it's, a, it's definitely um, a throwback. It's from December 6th, 2021. So I think... We had just gotten out of shelter in place. I think you guys went back to school that fall, but it was definitely like everybody was still kind of depressed, I think. (laughs) It had been like such a long time. So this piece, The Forest, is just completely magical and very profound. So I'm going to just have you read it to us and then I will share what I love about it. And for those who are listening, you can um, follow along by clicking on the link to the piece that is posted on our blog, Intuitive Voice. All right, Ali, go ahead. I feel the moss beneath my feet, between my toes. It's squishy, soft, cool like the pillow I turn over as I fall asleep. I'm alone, but I'm not lonely. The trees whisper me secrets in the wind. I feel like I belong, like the trees and the stars are welcoming me home. The moon gives the path in front of me a glow, beckoning me deeper into the forest. I hear an owl, a rustling not far away, but it doesn't scare me tonight. A deer enters my path. She turns to look at me and her eyes lock. We both stop in our tracks, observing each other. And then she continues on walking, approving my presence. She trusts me. I keep moving deeper into the forest until I pause. I feel like this exact spot is where I need to be right now. So I lie down on the path and look up at the sky. 
The trees part to let me see the stars. They cover the sky like sprinkles on a toddler's sugar cookie. I think about how I'm looking back in time, how a lot of these stars have probably died by now, but their light is still reaching me. I shed a tear. I let it trickle down my cheek, turn, feel it turn from warm to cold. For a split second, I feel silly for crying and laugh at myself. But the feeling passes in their silence. I start wondering if I will leave light when I die. Will people still see my beauty years after I have passed? Will they come across a letter I wrote and shed a tear of their own? God, it's so beautiful. <clears throat> I always say this, but it's so true. As powerful it is as it is to read it on the page, it's so much more powerful to hear it in your own voice. And, oh my God, this is such an incredible piece. There's so much... Um, there's so many layers of meaning in this, despite how simply it is written. And I feel like this is one of your gifts, Ali, is you are able to say so much in a concise amount of words, which is really hard. It takes me, it would take me 10 pages to say what you said here, because I don't, I'm really bad at being concise, but you just said it. Like there isn't a single extraneous word every word is got layers of meaning to it every sentence is perfect it's incredible so okay just a couple things um first of all I love how this is something again you're also really good at is um having simple sentences that feel poetic even though it, this is a narrative piece like the very first few lines I feel the moss beneath my feet period between my toes period it's squishy period soft period cool like like the pillow I turn over as I fall asleep period I'm alone but I'm not lonely this is a poem it could so easily like the periods could be line breaks and it would be a poem but you are really yeah. good at writing narrative stories that are poetic it's really incredible yeah, I, I feel like most of my writing is kind of narrative-based or like, I don't know, like a story. Yeah, I think most this of my is... pieces are definitely short, too. Yes, which, by the way, I know we've talked about this, but that is a central skill for screenwriting, which I know is something you're going to be doing in life. Screenwriting, you cannot have a bunch of blah, blah, blah. It's got to be like concise to the point, um, poetic if possible, but concise is the most important thing and so I feel like it's the filmmaker in you also very visual like all these descriptions I feel like it's almost I always feel like this with your piece that it's almost like your words are the camera panning and we're getting to see the things that you're showing us um the moon gives the path in front of me a glow I love that. Um, and then there's sounds. I hear an owl, a rustling not far away. The deer enters my path. This is where it starts to feel like this whole piece has a sort of Artemis vibe. She's like my favorite Greek goddess, Artemis, because mm -hmm. she's the one who like runs through the woods in the moonlight with her stags. And she's also responsible for, um, she's like the goddess of children, the goddess of um, young women she's very like a protective goddess but she's sort of a warrior and she's super connected to the earth she's like goddess of earth and this feels like artemis in a way going through the forest because of the way the writer describes feeling so at peace and one with the forest 
I love, I mean, I've never done this in my life, but every time I read this poem, I'm like, I want to go do this tonight. I want to go walk in the woods and lay down <laughs> on a path and look up at the sky in the woods at night, in the moonlight. That sounds amazing. <laughs> Have you <laughs> done that by any chance? Like laid um, in a forest? Um, I, have, I feel like I haven't been to that many forests, honestly. So <laughs> not really, but I, I would like to. I've, I mean, I've like walked at night before for sure, but like, I don't know. I feel like there aren't that many forests near us. Or I mean, that's not true. There are. <laughs> you know but... what it is? And this is why this has an Artemis feel to this piece is like, as women, we are told never go outside, certainly not into a forest after dark. That's like, like you're asking for trouble if you do that, yeah. which is so stupid because that's when I would love to go walk in the forest. I would love to go for a yeah. night. But that's something that I Artemis did. Yeah. Um, this past year, the, the campus that I lived on was like kind of a more naturey campus. Oh. So I liked walking around there at night. And it was really? also like a, a safer campus. So it didn't really feel like scary <laughs> to walk there at night oh. either. Um, it's tell, very quiet and there were actually uh, a lot of deer what oh my god so this yeah. piece was like a presentiment of what was to come in your future yeah oh my god yeah, I have like pictures of deer where they kind of look like they're glowing what oh you. God, you have to send me that oh my god and just um because it's super impressive tell people where you go to college I go to Rutgers um part of the Mason Gross Art School that's so awesome and you're studying film right yes I'm so proud of you um yeah so that's interesting you wrote about something before you had fully experienced it but you imagined it I mean you've imagined it as if it, you've already experienced it also it definitely has magical realism vibes to it because it's like reality but heightened like how once the narrator lies down, the trees part to let her see the stars. Um, I love the description of the sprinkles, like a toddler sugar cookie. And then it gets really metaphysical, that whole idea of, and this is like so deep, and I have to remember this next time I look at stars, that when you're looking at stars, you're looking back in time. I love this line, how a lot of these stars have probably died by now, but their light is still reaching me, which is true and also like mind blowing and profound and deep. And I love you brought that in. And that leads to this really emotional turn of the piece and the most amazing ending, that question of, I start wondering if I will leave light when I die. <laughs> God, that's beautiful. Will people still see my beauty years after I have passed? And then this final line, which is such a writer line, will they come across a letter I wrote and shed a tear of their own? What I love about this is the idea as writers that like stars, the way that we leave our light behind is through what we've written. Yeah. That is so beautiful. Oh my God. I think I did when you read this in class the first time I got um choked up. It's but it's so it, it, there's even tears in the piece. Like for a split second I feel silly for crying and I laugh at myself. 
and the feeling passes and there's silence. The silence is the profundity. It's just like the mystery and enormity of the universe is such that you can just, you there aren't even words for it. You just are silently being alive in this universe full of magic. Yeah. Okay, so all I have to ask you, I know we now we, we talked a little bit about you hadn't actually had this experience before you wrote it. But do you remember what? Oh my God. I know I always give you guys crazy prompts and then I'm like, but write whatever you want. Do you remember when you started, if you knew you were going to write about the forest or if it was like an unexpected evolution, like you started writing something else and then this happened? I I honestly do not remember, but I feel like a lot of my pieces kind of have a nature theme to them. I don't know. I think they do. I absolutely yeah, say I, that. I don't remember what kind of prompted it. I'm sure it was one of your prompts. <laughs> you we did have prompts. a lot of nature. Oh, thank you. We try. Well, you guys are incredible in your class in particular would always write so powerfully about nature. And we talked about that, that this, I mean, it's not just us. It is, been written about by many people like there's a whole city called ecofeminism which is the connection between women and nature um and how we do generally because of our biology because of everything have this sort of deep emotional connection to the earth and i do think you write about it eloquently but this piece when you were writing it i know it's a long time ago but do you remember feeling how it felt to write it like did you feel like oh my god you were in your imagination you had gone there and you felt totally zenned out or was it a struggle <laughs> did you get stuck at all um I'm sure I got stuck at some points because I feel like I don't know I always get a little bit stuck at some point but um yeah I remember like kind of visualizing it I feel like most of my writing is like I'm kind of like visualizing something and then I'm trying to put it into words. That's so interesting. And I also then wanted to ask that segues to the next question and really the final, the big meta question. Um, and I know you have struggled with it just like I do, just like everyone does. What advice would you give to other young writers when they get stuck um, I can say for myself, I get stuck on a regular basis. Sometimes I'm super excited about an idea I have and I start writing it and then I'm like, this is stupid. Or <laughs> I can't even come up with an idea because I'm just like blank. So um, what do you, what have you done in the past to keep going? And like, what advice would you give? Um, well, I feel like in art classes, whenever I didn't know what to write, I would kind of just turn to one of your prompts and go with one of those. Um, I also feel like like a repetition, like mm. or like the five senses. Um, That's a good one. That's a really like, good one. Yeah. I also feel like writing like letters is mm. somehow easier for me yeah like I feel like when I'm writing like when I did that letter to my past self mm. I feel like I never got stuck I feel like that was pretty easy for me to write that's interesting that's really good advice and I think again 
the the reason for the the repetition pieces and the letters is it's kind of what we and again I'm just speaking of women historically in Western culture what we've had to do over and over is communicate with each other once once writing emerged we would write letters and then make lists we're always like in, I just imagine like the earliest women prehistory women like indigenous tribal women they could they didn't have writing at that time but they would have in their head been making I got to get berries I got to get nuts I got to get that thing to repair the yurt I got to get the stuff for the baby like women have so many things they have to do yeah. that we're really good at making lists <laughs> so I think that the repetition piece is really good because it's like a list and then I love what you said about writing a letter writing a letter is what you do every time you talk to a friend it's a, a letter written on the air it's a letter you're speaking out loud but it's like a very I think it's a more natural way of it's what you do all the time when you talk to people yeah I think that's great. And I think like an easier form of communication. <laughs> yeah. And that brings up the last thing that um you totally set this up perfectly. This is something that so many people, oh my God, probably again, that's like what we talked about earlier, the percentage of people who actually love writing and feel good about it versus the percentage who hate it or they feel like they can't do it. So many people say they can't write and they're not good at it. I mean, it's probably, it feels like a very high number, like at least 80% of people say they can't write. And what I always say, of course, is our philosophy, the Amherst writing method is that everyone is a writer because we're human and we tell stories. We're all storytellers. And I think yeah. that writing is kind of a loaded topic because of um, English class and like rules of grammar and rules of essay construction and all this stuff that makes it like hard. I don't think I could write the kind of essays you guys were expected to write in high school because they're so, it's like a math puzzle. It's like so yeah. analytical and so awful. Um, so because of that, many people think they can't write. So I just wanted your thoughts on like how writing this kind of writing, not essay writing, opposite of writing. how this kind of writing, how you think about it in terms of just like, it's just a form of telling stories or like, how do you think of writing in your head so that you don't get caught on like the, all those rules of like essays and stuff? Well, I feel like I think of, like, creative writing as, like, a totally separate thing from, like, I don't know, like, structured writing. Because okay. I, I haven't liked a lot okay. of my English classes in the past when they make us stick to all of these rules or, like, I don't know, make it so bland and, like, cut and dry. Right. So. Right. But I feel like for people who think that they aren't good writers I think most people who don't think that they're as good at writing are better at like having talking like mm. person to person so I think in, in that case like imagining like a conversation and just like almost writing a conversation that's would brilliant. be great for them that's brilliant which gets back to what you said about writing a letter because a letter is like 
yeah. want part of a conversation. <laughs> I mean, especially what's great about a letter you write to yourself. I love writing letter to my younger self or my future older self, writing a letter to my present self. Is it is a conversation because it's you and yourself. They're like two yeah. beings involved. So it's a back and forth. But yeah, even just writing a letter of what you wish you could say to somebody and you imagine that person receiving that letter, even if you never send it to them, it helps yeah. make it feel it's just a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's great. I think that is really the big. And if anyone ever asks you about this, you can, you can go around and tell people just write a letter. <laughs> Cause I think <laughs> I would like everyone because writing, I mean, we have AI, of course, which is super annoying. And that's a whole other conversation. But AI, as many people who are writers and artists have pointed out, AI does not have a soul. AI does not have trauma. AI doesn't have childhood memories. So we're always going to need real humans to write real stories. And we need more people feeling that they can write. Because honestly, as you and I talk about all the time, and I'll close with this, you and I always talk about like movies and TV shows that we love, and how frustrating it is that there's, it's hard to find. There's always periods where it's like, there's nothing super creative and cool happening. Like, there is a lack of really innovative storytelling. There's always room for more. We always need more creative stories. So yeah. I, I want more people to be writing, especially um, girls, gender expansive youth, minorities, because those are the voices that we're still not getting as much of. I don't know if you yeah. learned this in school, if you've talked about this, but it's still a really low percentage of women screenwriters. And oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. What did I you mean, learn about just that? Looking at, just like looking at the industry, it's like, pretty much all men yeah and even in like my classes even in my classes it's like majority men really um, which makes me kind of wonder was it that less women applied to be in the film program or um or that they took more men that's so, okay you might need to do a documentary about that <laughs> that's interesting <laughs> that's an interesting question i mean i my gut feeling is probably fewer women applied. Um, and I think it goes yeah. back to all of, I mean, there's a lot of stuff involved in that. Partly, I mean, girls are now more expected to choose more, quote, high earning careers. And I mean, anything can be high earning, by the way. We've talked about that. You can make good money doing yeah. anything, but maybe they're more pressured to go into STEM or finance yeah. or something now but i mean the i like look at greta gerwig she i don't know what she told her parents when she went off to college or what her parents thought when she was like i'm gonna get into film if they said you'll never make any money but look at her now she's doing very yeah so yeah that's it i would love if you ever wanted to do research this would be an interesting a film about why there aren't more women in film yeah but i think it I goes back like, sorry like i feel like there are more women in like art classes like painting and drawing 
But ah. then if you look at film and it's like there aren't as many. So okay. So then that's interesting. Then it's not about a lucrative career. <laughs> it's about I think it's confidence then, which goes back to yeah. your formative experience with Kaylee in middle school, how you guys would sit and share stories with each other and appreciate each other's stories. I think that as, I mean, I definitely felt like that. I also studied film in college, but I didn't have the confidence or the connections to like do anything with it. I didn't know how to do anything with it, actually. I loved it, but I couldn't figure out how to like make it a job. And I think if you have you as a woman, in any profession that's male dominated, which is most of them, you really need to believe in your own voice. And I think that's what yeah. you, you and Kelly started that, like believing that your stories are, they, they matter. And of course, that's the whole point of the intuitive writing project is to remind you that your stories matter. And like, you do have something important to tell the world. You have important creative ideas and maybe that's what's missing. Girls yeah. don't get that message. I, I also feel like that's why like teachers are so important. I will shout out Miss Huckins, our eighth grade teacher. She nice. really encouraged our writing um, in eighth grade. She loved that we would work together. Oh, <laughs> that's so awesome. That makes all the difference. Yeah, having somebody affirm you and to say that, yeah, that is good. You do have talent. Keep going. Well, I'm so so happy you are doing what you're doing now we have very similar t taste in movies except i have a lower threshold for horror you have a higher threshold <laughs> but beyond that we have very similar <laughs> taste so i can't wait to see like at some point your senior year i think you're gonna have to generate a film right a short film um we actually do short films every year so i'll i'll have to have one we have a showcase every year. Okay. And the sophomore showcase is in December, I think. Okay. So, and the next few months. <gasps> You're going to have, have a cool. <laughs> oh, my God. That's exciting. So, yeah, just keep sending me stuff. I am so excited to see you out in the world being a creative storyteller. And someday, future generations of girls will be standing in line, just like the girls did a couple weeks ago to see Greta Gerwig's film. But they'll be standing in line to see your film. Whatever it's going to be. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. I'll be in line, too. Yeah. I'm so honored that you were able to write with us all this time. I'm so honored and grateful for all the years of brilliance you shared and also you're so fun to talk to you always have the best insights for our class conversations so i'm very grateful for the intuitive writing project oh definitely a lot i'm so happy for all of our time we got to spend together including we had got to write some this summer with the old gang which was so great oh my god well thank you so much ellie for your time thank you